Back all you boils and ghouls and corpses crew to another exciting episode of Habeas Corpses. And we are talking about a show that has been released that we kind of briefly talked about on the last episode when we were talking uh, Megan. Um, but it's this is at, we're what four episodes deep into the show now? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> about to be five they're releasing the fifth episode on friday of this week (laughs) because the super bowl is on sunday and um that show is of course the one that's taking the world by storm right now the last of us which is so interesting because for people like me riley and the whole gaming community out there we've known about the last of us for almost a decade has it been about like 10 years it's been that long. How long? Let's see. So, someone, someone look that up. <clears throat> I'm looking it up right now. Because I, I want to say it's been about 10 years. I think I remember playing this game in my apartment. Really? Don't quote me. 2013. Yeah, yeah. 10 years. Holy cow. I graduated. So it's been 10 years since the release of the first. Then they released the second game, I want to say two three years ago wow like that. yeah 2018 i think maybe and then oh no did it come out during the pandemic or I think, like I, a year after no i think, I think it, it came, came out, out 2021 Dude. i feel like it came out more recently let me no i bought it more recently but i it had come out before that uh june 19th 2020 what so yeah, right 2020 in, so it did come out during the pandemic right during the pandemic <laughs> man um yep. it's uh it's been very well received in the um in the world of just general entertainment and it's so funny because I've had quite a few people ask me if I've seen it yet and I'm like I already know what this whole story is about. People. I know that was cute yep. <laughs> when Mandy was like um you should watch The Last of Us it's so good. And I was like we know. We know. The game is really good. <laughs> But it was just cute because it's his older oldest sister. So I was like, oh, that's nice. cute. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was really cute that she said that. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty funny that she uh, m- mentioned that. And then I've had a couple people at work uh, mention to me, hey, have you seen this Last of Us show? I was like, yep. I and- think Erica is going to start watching it too because I was telling her about it. And she's like, oh, that sounds really good. It's taken the world by storm so much that Ben Shapiro, of all people, did a review <laughs> on it. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's fucking weird. Right? I know. Um, where he thinks he's a film critic, I don't know. But 
I mean, political guy, okay. Film I'm not critic. even, I guess I'm like sitting here like, I'm not a film critic as I'm going to critique the show. But like. We're not film critics. We're, we're not. just general we're just like, audience no, members. I just like, like talk shit. I like that the colors are pretty on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> M-O-O-N, that spells the last of us. <laughs> So I'm interested in kind of your take on this because you're coming into this whole experience from a different perspective where is me and Riley know the gist of the story of the universe and where it's going, except they've changed some minor things here and there. You're like, just be, you're experiencing this whole thing from like nothing. So how have you received I won't say entirely nothing because I know a couple bits and pieces like here and there because like I know kind of like what happens when they get to is it Salt Lake where they're trying to get her to is that the last location yeah. yep uh-huh. like I know what happens when they get her there because I watched you play the game and then I know more about like the last of us too also but um, I would say that for the most, since I barely know anything, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fetus in the last of us world. Um, <laughs> you're a little fungi. <laughs> I, a fungi or a fungi? Whatever they call them. <laughs> I like fungi. <laughs> I think we should call it a fungi. Um, that sounds like a good chip, but I think it's really good. I think it's well done. I have the hots for... Pedro Moscow. Pedro. <laughs> He's a snack. Um, but I think, like, their relationship is kind of cute, too, especially because I know that it blossoms later. I don't know. But I like it. I'm enjoying it. Like, I look forward to watching it. I'm a little bit sad that you just said it comes out on Friday and I just made plans on Friday. Aww. And I'm like, you better not fucking watch it with Oh, me. I'm watching it. Like, there's, <laughs> there's no stopping me. That's rude. <laughs> Especially where it left off this last oh, episode. No, no you like, can't. You got to wait for me. We can watch it on Friday night when I get home. Man, it's so fast. I'm not going to be gone late. Yeah, sure you're not. I'm not. Mm-hmm, that's what you always say. And then you're showing up at 1.30 in the morning. This what is it, different. This is a crafting thing, not a party. <laughs> Even then. unless there's wine, no, there will be absolutely no alcohol. <laughs> oh, thank God, because you were a you were a treat this weekend. Let me tell you, I just learned that a tw- what twenty six hangovers suck. They're, they last two days. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. No more of that for me. And then Marcus just saw the bruise on my leg tonight, and he was like, "What the fuck is that from?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like it's pretty big. It's a pretty from? big bru- bruise. What happened to you? Did you I, fall? Apparently, um, when I went to go get changed into my pajamas because the bedroom was black, uh-huh. um, and Jessica had that black, huge black like industrial crate in my bedroom. I oh, tripped on yeah. it in the dark because oh, no. it was in front oh, of my wow. bed. Yeah, and I like landed super hard on it. I'm lucky I didn't kill Salem because I guess she spent a good portion of the night in it. But <laughs> yeah, that 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 would have been wonderful. You would have been kicked out of the house if that. I know happened. nothing can happen to your baby girl. <laughs> she so, was so sweet to me the last time I was there. That's what I heard. I was she like, was that's so cute. good. She's making friends. <laughs> Finally coming out of her little angry shell. A little bit. She is a little bit. Crystal said she went into the cat room and just like played with Rupert for a little bit. And then Salem was like, okay, 
all right, maybe you're not that bad. <laughs> so you're enjoying the show so far yeah. what you can are perceiving from it. Uh, like, I think it's really good. Obviously, you have a couple of qualms because, like, you're one of those people who wants it to be literally the girl that was in The Last of Us on the screen who I was AI. I think she's doing an absolutely phenomenal job. I, like, I think you just have a problem with her face because she looks nothing like the character. But I, I think, think that's like, exactly what his problem is. I think personality-wise, she is Ellie. Like, She's phenomenal. She's so good. And I didn't know she has an English accent. We watched yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah, she's super British. Yeah, she's um, from Game of Thrones. Marcus keeps um, saying that as though it means something to me. Well, I, I <laughs> um, Game of Thrones is a big deal. That uh, ended so, so badly. I will say this episode. because episode one, I didn't receive her very well, but she didn't have a very large role either. She was kind of a very uh, of side character. And then in episode two, her role was, again, minuscule. It wasn't very uh, prominent. Episode three, she's almost non-existent because that's a whole another story in itself. But in episode four, where we actually start to see the relationship and the bond forming between Joel and Ellie, I've, I've put aside the looks and I'm <laughs> accepting of her as Ellie now because she does um, have that really... She conveys that smart, witty humor very well on screen. As well as being, like, kind of immature because, well, for one, she should be her be age. 14. Yeah. And, but for two, because she's growing up in a really weird world. And I, th I think that's what a lot of people uh, need to realize is she's going to be not only immature, but very undereducated in the aspect of what the world was because yeah. she grew up. What is in it? the post-apocalyptic twenty-three years right yeah, now it's after twenty twenty-three, and she's fourteen. Yeah, so. so it's literally she's seen some things for the first time. So I think they've conveyed that really well on screen too, for her showing like her general surprise of what certain things like are. what a fucking seatbelt is and stuff yeah. like that. So I I don't know. I think I personally think she's a cute character. I think their their slow bond coming together is nice. <laughs> I like it. Out yeah, of, they're doing a really good job. Out of all the characters we've seen on screen so far, um, being episode one, two, and four, we'll go into three here in a minute. Oh, I was going to say, I love gay Ron Swanson. Well, he was the best. I know, but <laughs> he only, and I, that's why I said we'll go into that in a minute. And it but was he's totally only... Ron Swanson. Like that he was, is. I was like, yep. oh my God, this isn't even he's a just, different he character. He plays himself. Did you know that Nick Offerman actually builds boats i did know that <laughs> he is wrong he's amazing he has a big old shop and shit it's oh, so funny okay we're not going to cover that later we'll cover the characters later we're going to go into episode three real quick. sorry yeah no it's fine but you guys are already jumping in episode three so let's talk about episode three because from the video game perspective you come into this huge... sounds like the video game perspectives pretty lame in comparison to the super cute it's episode. super sad if they would have shown that in, in the show oh my god <laughs> that would have been so fucked up the video oh. game yes well because it's How much good. it's much different you end up it's, yeah oh yeah you don't there's... know frank at all in the video game no and there's there's subtle clues 
to the sexuality, but they're not straight up in your face like yeah. this. Yeah. And it's he's there's a whole town that's booby trapped, and you come upon. Um, uh, I just lost his name. Now I just have uh, Ron Swanson. Yeah, Bill. yeah. You can just call him Ron Swanson. Yeah, I, for some reason I was like, you just have Ron Swanson. No, it's so <laughs> you come upon Bill's town in the game. And it's booby trapped to the max. He's like huge survivalist. And they did the same in the TV show. Um, but instead of Joel and Ellie coming into this and experiencing, because in the game, it's a huge like battle. Mm -hmm. Like you're fighting off the infected, running all over the place. And it's very like, that's the point in the game to me. I don't know about you, Riley, but that was like one of those pivotal like moments where you're literally half sitting, half standing with your controller oh, yeah. in your hand, just screaming yeah. at the TV, like, yeah. fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> so I, I, I was a little upset that they didn't have that event in the show because the suspense is so good. I feel like they're not wanting it to be the same kind of zombie show that we've seen in the past. I, I feel like they don't want it to be constant action-packed because yeah. I feel like it can be pretty repetitive. Yeah, I think they're like, okay, we don't want to make The Walking Dead. And we also want to give the the viewers who loved the game something a little yeah. bit different to watch. I think that's partly what they're doing with that. And just yeah. it pacing in general, like it mm -hmm. makes more sense to have like, okay, we know episode five is probably going to be way more action packed because of how they've, they've been setting things up. And I think that just like yeah. it's a kind of a combination of everything like – well, and yeah. We're not and watching Daryl and Judith, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Riley. Well, and what's so good about The Last of Us is that it's it has a lot of heart. It's not just about, like, the fighting. There's a lot of, like, just, like, good, sweet, awesome, like, cathartic writing that's just really nice. I think that's what episode three was. Yeah, and and so that's what I was going to kind of say is as upsetting as it was for me to not see that suspense yeah. on on the screen at first when they set it up, I was like, wow, this is different. This is cool. This is mm – -hmm. I know a lot of people are upset because they're like, oh, it's just like Brokeback Zombies and all that. Yeah, know? well, you know what? Marcus loves Brokeback Mountain. I so. do love Brokeback Mountain. You should it's show like, that on Friday at work. Well, that's that's very work appropriate. <laughs> um, but the story, they were able to convey a really good love story in a short amount of time that actually yeah. – really connected you with the characters i thought it was yeah. it was probably like considering how long the episode was and how much they had to pack into such a short period of time i was like that's a pretty damn good love story yeah it's nuts like, like they did such a great job um what Fucking did team frank over here actually like both of them they were so cute together it was so were. weird to see Gay Ron Swanson. <laughs> and the only thing that was a little bit different, really, other than his sexuality, was that he enjoyed wine over whiskey. Because Ron Swanson yeah. is not a, he was, a wine He was man. definitely a whiskey man, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. So out of uh, Frank and Bill, which one did you cap... Uh, which one captivated you more out of those two characters? Actually, Bill, because he's like kind of shy. Oh, that piano scene. Oh, oh. so cute. 
and their little beautiful their little bedroom scene where he's nervous that was cute <laughs> what, what about you marcus um probably the same the strawberries too the oh strawberries the strawberries were cute i liked bill a lot because i liked his little quirks i've seen a lot of me and him like oh my how god he, like yeah comes off as prepared and everything like i was like I, that 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 could be me in this show or in real oh, life yeah. no, i felt the same way like when he first comes out of his bunker and comes out of the front door and takes his mask off and just smiles i was like that's me <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> Um, I was still reeling from the fact that you know that a mother and her newborn baby were fucking shot in a goddamn transition and then it just goes right to that I totally (laughs) forgot about the whole setup of the episode is they're putting into play that they're killing all these citizens of this town Marcus almost spit his tea out it was so funny Yeah, that was uh, that was really kind of that did me surprising. a disturb when I like because I, I I knew what oh, it yeah. was. I totally knew when I saw. I was like, oh, that's a baby skeleton. Oh, let me see it. Yeah. And then so the next beautiful. scene was the baby, and I was like, oh, oh, fuck oh. you, fuck you, writers. How dare you make me see the baby alive? And the cute mom who's just like, oh, I'm gonna take my baby, and everything's gonna be okay. And I was like. Run, bitch. Run the other way. Well, if if you've played the game, like, there's two ways of playing that game. There's uh, the way of just run and gun. I mean, not run and gun, literally, but just going through the environments as fast as you can, fast play. And then there's the way of exploring every nook and cranny that there is to explore in that game. And if you do it that way, you find so many little like notes and writings sure. and stuff. Uh, and so you know that Fedra is just fucked up. Like yeah. they are terrible. And so when I, when they were like picking up all those people, I was like, they're all going to go die somewhere. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> but it it was sad. And that that's in episode three too. You got like a whole yeah. range of emotion. That, in episode that episode three. was a masterpiece. Like it was so good. It was like the mist in reverse, like for the baby emotion. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> And this in the mist took Bill and Frank. And then the last ten minutes of of their story was was the first ten minutes of Up. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Totally. Have you ever seen Up, Marcus? Yes, I've seen. You could play that movie on Friday. Maybe. (laughs) I have to pick out two films to show for our co-workers for our health and I would like day. to watch All Dogs Go to Heaven or The Rescue. I'm not taking requests right now. We're doing a podcast. Okay, well, um, we have All Dogs Go to Heaven. I'm just going to stream so... The Last of Us all day. Oh, okay. We'll... That's fine. <laughs> um, out of all the episodes, I think episode three is the one that seen the most dramatic increase in viewership, oh, sure. too, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, like the viewership jumped like 30-something percent. Because they were like, run, run, All of or us parks and rec three. fools were like, yeah! <laughs> I, I w- I'm curious to see if it will go down now that everyone knows that he isn't going to be a reoccurring character. Oh, it's, it's I would... the lowest rated episode on IMDb, which I think is fucking so dumb. <laughs> that it is? is uh, I have heard yeah. that. People have been giving it like a because one. Because of 
homophobia. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, look past the homophobia because that's not what this was about. It's, it's about two people giving a shit about each other so much that they like kill themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's two people giving a fuck about each other in the end of the world. Can we just yeah. appreciate some nice things yeah, for, for change? Re- Christ, it doesn't matter that they're gay. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know it, it was the lowest rated episode. Actually. It was actually, mm-hmm. it was my favorite episode until the one we'd just seen. Yeah, and that one was really good. Now I'm like, Ron Swanson who? It, Sorry, Ron. <laughs> I mean, you kind of just, I mean, they're they're like done and gone, and now you're just back in the Joel and Ellie story, mm-hmm. and it's getting so interesting yeah. to watch these two form their bond and relationship, especially... Uh, what the scene that I thought was really pivotal is when they come into the town and Mm -hmm. they're ambushed Mm -hmm. and Joel's about to be choked out to death. Ellie comes out, reveals that she's had this gun on her since she got it from Bill and Frank's place, Mm -hmm. that pistol she steals and literally shoots this young teenage boy, maybe like 16, 17. He's a donor in that to me. Well, I think he's supposed to be portrayed as a younger, mm. a younger male. I don't know. Yeah, like I would say twenty. Yeah, not sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that, it does to me. That aside, <laughs> you see her kind of like see what she's capable of doing, but at the same time, she she still has a bit of her humanity left. And that's like in the game, you see that slowly erode away from Ellie. So I wonder how they're going to do it in this show. Because in the game as well, she starts off as kind of like forgiving of people and very trusting. And and this is how she is. Because the kid's like, oh, I'm I'm just here. You can have this knife. And Joel's like, fuck this, dude. He's dead. And when she... Go ahead. There's been a lot of talk of her like being evil because of what she did. To that zombie went, that was underground when they went to the gas station. No, I think that's just curiosity I thought in for a teenager. Me, yeah, for me, that was definitely curiosity. But a lot of other people, for some reason, took it as she's, like, really savage. And, like, I mean, I think she was just trying to see if it would, like, even do anything if she did anything like that to it. It just didn't react yeah, at all. Because, like, think about if you were living in a world where there was some sort of monster, it doesn't even have to be the fungi monster. (laughs) It doesn't have to be zombies, just any kind of like creepy monster. And it's incapacitated. It can't hurt you. It's crushed under rocks. And of course you're going to be curious about it because you're being taught they're scary, they're scary, they're scary. I think it's just natural, especially for a teenager to go and Mm. investigate and then yeah, kill sure. it because it's a bad monster and it doesn't need to be alive. Yeah. Why yeah. Why was it evil? What did she do? Because she killed it. Like, she, like, stabbed it and she cut it. it. And... Yeah. She was, like, dissecting it a little bit, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't... I mean, I guess, and she... I mean, Ellie does lose a little bit of her humanity. She also yeah. makes poop jokes. She's a fucking 14-year-old, like... Yeah, <laughs> Well, right now we are definitely de- dealing with Ellie in the innocent stage because mm-hmm. she yeah. is very remorseful. And then when she goes to the other room and listens mm-hmm. to Joel just kill that kid, which is a in it's such so a rough. it yeah, yeah it was so like horrific because you think he's going to use a gun, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He saves the bullets. Well, and like the other thing too. 
tell me what you guys think, but it's not a person anymore when it's the whatever monster, the clicker. Or yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's not. It's the fungus now. Yeah. It's kind of like the equivalent of when we're kids and we kill ants. Like, yeah. Marcus is like, I never killed ants. <laughs> oh, I did. You never for... took a magnifying glass to an ant? No, me and my dad would throw gasoline on an ant hill and light it on fire. <laughs> it was like the towering inferno, man. <laughs> and then I would drown them. And I remember I'll... drowning them. We would fill like little ant holes full of mm -hmm. water. What the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> like, no wonder we don't. Ants think are that. assholes. They're really so fucking evil. invasive. I hate ants. I they know. So quickly, they can all go die. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> they're very so, cool creatures. They can, they can go die. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. That's just a very interesting, like, question about the human condition. When does something become to where it's like, oh, we can't kill that, but fuck these? Because ants are living organisms still. But if we were doing that to bunnies or something, we would be like, <laughs> yeah, locked up. <laughs> I don't know. They're fuzzy and cute, and ants are tiny and small and can get into any freaking crevice they, they can steal. Off. so hey, hang on crumb. so is it the size of the living organism that makes it either probably like yeah i'm bigger i'm way bigger than you <laughs> like, i can just literally take my finger and you're gone <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, Riley's you like see, i like playing god <laughs> you can't see it's like sad little eyes like i have a family exactly yeah whereas like with a bunny it looks at you like Please, no. I'm, I'm Please don't. Yeah, but you know what's even funnier is I bet you bunny rabbits cause more death and harm to humans than ants ever would. Well, Through we won't know because we're taking we ants out left and right. Maybe we've <laughs> saved some people. You don't know. They get taken over by the fungi. That's oh. true. They do. <laughs> they do. Well, and that's. Get into our apartments and climb up our nose and there we go. That's, it all starts. <laughs> boom. So that's the very terrifying thing about The Last of Us, the universe of it all, which is very original. I, I put it on par with like uh, 28 Days Later because instead yeah. of having no, a non-explanation or something that's just far out there that's creating these things, the 28 Days Later zombies infected, whatever you want to call them, are basically a mutated version of the rabies virus and in this yeah. we're dealing with cordyceps which are in nature and take over insects and make them mindless automatons whatever you would whatever word you'd use different kinds too which mm -hmm. is just crazy and which is way better than well one day we woke up and now everybody when they die becomes a zombie exactly it's more terrifying because <laughs> it makes you as a person sit here and say could this could this happen like yeah you're able to like because when you watch like let's say the walking dead or like day of the dead or whatever um dawn of the dead all the deads <laughs> it's like it's so far out there because <laughs> you're like oh well they're just zombies and there's no explanation and they just happen but like with these kinds of stories, even like with what you're saying 28 days later, you are able to kind of put yourself there a little bit more because it's it is it's a dramatized version it's of something that is in nature. Yeah. 
Yeah, and what made it even more terrifying, in the game you get a backstory to the infection, but in this, they have a very kind of descriptive backstory to what happened Mm -hmm. and why this is happening throughout the world, which I found to be terrifying. When they were having that, uh, I think it's in the opening of the first episode, it's like a 1960s or 70s newscast. Yeah. (laughs) And they're talking about how this could happen. And I'm like, I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> Which, didn't we watch that on New Year's Eve or New Year's or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that when we first yep. watched it? Yep. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Yeah, mm-hmm. we watched the first episode at Riley's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so that's one thing that's got me really, like, excited as they've been. And I hope they kind of, I don't know if they will, but I'd like to see more backstory. I don't know if they will. But they may have just given all of it up front. But that's an interesting. I they'll do something else. I mean, yeah. they've got they've got five more episodes left, and they've already or been six, renewed for season two. Yep. So. So I wonder if they're going to stretch out the first game story. I, I think so. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how long the game was to play through. I want to say that it's finish. like. Honestly, it's like 10 hours. It's probably longer than that. It, oh, it seemed like it took long. Marcus months. Well, it's because hard. I don't, I don't, it's, it's hard. It's I didn't hard play it on easy. Like, mm. that's one game that I didn't play on easy. I played it on like normal or hard, one of the two. Um, and that game gets scary as shit. Like, when it's 11 yeah, 30 at night and you're in one of those, yeah, no. you turn that shit no. off and you wait till the morning. <laughs> You know what I think they should make into a movie or a TV show? Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> oh, God. What, <laughs> starring Ron Swanson as the park manager? Dude, that would be so... No, Leslie, no. bobbleheads. Aren't there, like, giant-headed... Maybe that's on, that's on the Game of Life on the PC. That <laughs> There's Roller the Coasters of in life. that game, too. Yeah, in, in Roller Coaster Tycoon, they're literally... You it can would be pick Leslie up your Nope. guests and throw them in the water and drown well, them. Well... <sighs> Destroy the roller coasters. You shouldn't do that because then you don't get enough points to win the game. (laughs) And then you can't unlock more parks. So besides the two characters that you guys clearly really liked, out of all the other characters that we've been introduced to, what character did you like the most? Mm. You don't know? Uh, Probably Joel. I like Joel. Joel is great. I actually did a really good job with him. I I hate that her story was cut short because it's cut short in the game. But the Tess character, Tess, Tess, oh, Tess was so you know, good. I think she'll. Really I job. think they'll probably come back for a backstory for her to be honest and like their whole relationship because we did get a little bit of information when they were um, driving. Yeah, and just kind of gave a little information on um, and how he met Tess and they, everything. They did that scene just in four episodes in episode three where it's the, you know, they're having the dinner outside yeah. and it's younger <laughs> test and younger. Yeah. And <laughs> so I think that I think they'll totally do that. Like, even if it's only like a minute or two or something, I, I think we'll see a little bit more. Yeah. I think they almost have to because. They have to create that 
emotion because we're yeah that more you know, more depth I even though we'll... there was still quite a bit of depth but I could see them more, doing yeah. a whole episode on just on just the early days with the original little group that he's telling Ellie about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Because that's another thing you don't get in the game. You don't get really any of that. Mm -hmm. um, you do get some of... Well, and then there's a whole other thing that they can explore with Ellie's uh, pre-coming into the mm -hmm. game. Because even the game has like a DLC where you get to play as Ellie. Before that, you remember when she was talking about how she mm -hmm. that wasn't the first person she had killed. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and that's very true. So I'm I'm thinking they're gonna explore that and explore a little bit yep. more of Joel. Hmm. And that's how we're gonna stretch it out more. That would make sense. Um but yeah I really enjoyed the test character and but I, out of all the episodes right now, this latest episode I think was my favorite. And one of the things I like that they're doing with this latest episode that differs from the video game is they're giving the bad humans, I'll call them the what the marauders, the scavengers or whatever. Yeah. They're giving them a a story a and a thing. purpose. Yeah. They're not just these random Yeah, people. they're making them humanity. They're not just mm -hmm. enemies in a game. Even though that scene after they drive into what was that, like a laundromat or something? Mm -hmm. Or they drive into there and like that scene was like straight out of the game like when like the NPC is like yelling at you fuck you from out on the street <laughs> I, I told Lacey that yeah. I was literally like I was like that's what every NPC yeah, in the game says I was like <laughs> I was making fun of it I was like hey motherfucker yeah because <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were yelling I think and I was like what they sound so stupid no it <laughs> sounded like totally. Grand Theft Auto yeah <laughs> It was great. And so, yeah, Marcus, like, I even while, as you were saying that, his face, he was like, he couldn't wait to. I was like, you know how many times I've been yelled at by these stupid fuckers after so I killed funny. one of their friends? Well, um, I did want to say one of the things I liked about Joel, and obviously I think this is what everybody likes, but I'm just going to, I'm going to verbalize it, <laughs> is because he was a soft, a softy. He was... Like his daughter was a daddy's girl and he lived for his daughter. And so he was this softy and then he, he had to become hardened to survive, especially after yeah. watching her die. And now, and, but it's kind of cute because you're watching that the softy is still in there and it's kind of coming out again. And I think yeah. that's another whole point of the show is like showing that like, even if you have to go through hard times, like there is hope that like the goodness and you can jokes. come back even if you feel lost and this like you feel like you've lost yourself it can come back out marcus is about to make fun of me i can tell no i'm not i was <laughs> gonna laugh at something riley said because you were like being all philosophical like the the humanity's still there in him and riley's like there's still poop jokes she makes <laughs> i didn't even hear you said that yeah. i i told the kids uh on my bus today the the diarrhea joke <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. And they were like, what? They didn't get it. And I was like, Of course Man. not. They, you have to see the spelling. I you know. Have to see the, spelling. the spelling made it. It was. It was really. I actually texted it to a couple of other people last night, too. I was like, do you want to hear a poop joke? <laughs> and it was especially funny because Jessica and I have come across, like, for some reason, all these, like, reels and memes that just say poo-poo, pee-pee, poo-poo. 
<laughs> and we're like, these are so stupid. But now we just keep sending them to each other because we're like, look, I found another one. And so I was like, hey, do you want to hear a poop joke? <laughs> and she thought I was just going to say poo poo pee pee poo poo. <laughs> and then I didn't. And it was even more funny. Anyway. <laughs> so do you guys think that um, the character we are introduced to in this new episode, the leader of this. Um, is it Kathleen? Mm-hmm. Do you think she uh, takes in a role almost like the governor from The Walking Dead? Or do you yeah. think there'll be a shorter Something like that, yeah. I don't think it'll be as long as that because that was like a, almost a whole season was dedicated mm-hmm. to the governor. But I think it's in essence the governor. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking two episodes, maybe three tops, but I doubt we'll see three with her. Yeah. Gotcha. And she's after Henry. Henry maybe. and Sam. Yeah. 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 And we're introduced to them at the very, very end of the episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm already feeling so bad for Sam. I know. Because if you're a, if you played the game, you know it's what happens to Sam. It's very... It might be worse than episode three. It might be. Oh, man. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Episode three was rough. I know. I'm, I'm already not, not excited. this. Um, I won't ruin it for you. Yeah, don't give me no uh, spoilers. It's pretty rough. I'm just going to say. And I can imagine that they're going to make it pretty rough. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> so if you guys had a choice as, you know, making it through this or just saying, you know what, off yourself, I'm done. Would you guys want to live in a universe like this? Uh... Not that deep into it, no. Like I'd, yeah. I'd like to live like like Bill and Frank. If I could look like that, exactly. <laughs> if I could live like Bill and Frank, then sure, that's fine. But if I'm out there like Joel, mm-mm, off me, yep. I'm done. No, thank you. You don't want to be doing the scavenging. No, no. And you don't want you don't want to be. The <laughs> I have fucking a food delivery thing. What is that? A meal kit now? Mm-hmm. Again. I can't scavenge for food. <laughs> I'm not. Uh-uh. No. Nope. I'm not. Mm-mm, cannot. I could maybe grow some potatoes in a field somewhere, but that's. Yeah. That's about yep. the extent I think of that. I don't even think I could grow strawberries, to be honest. I've tried. Those were some beautiful <laughs> strawberries that they grew. First try. I was like, dang, fucking damn. Well, they had that gay touch, man. Gay guys can <laughs> garden, dude. It's true. <laughs> it's they true. can. Look at Ted, man. We, I know. We had this friend Ted. Well, we still have. He's still alive. I know. Fuck. I talked to him like he's dead, but he had turkeys, the biggest sunflower oh, wow. garden. Oh, my God. That turkey would just walk up to him and get on his arm. Yeah. He had the crazy. most beautiful garden I've ever seen ever in my entire life, mm-hmm. period. Yeah, he was growing everything. He had a poppy. Awesome. In fact, he reminds hair. me <laughs> of Bill. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, very self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Older gay gentleman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a little rugged because Ted's a little bit rugged. Yeah. He went and lived up yeah. in the Alaskan wilderness for a in, while. In like a, awesome. in like a barn, remember? He was yeah. in like a barn. And yeah, he's he's a really cool guy. Totally. I totally agree. So you wouldn't want to be in the environment. Riley, you wouldn't, which surprises me because I could see you just I, going crazy. I with would all this live stuff. in it for a second, but I could not live 20 years like that. It would be horrible. <laughs> um, I'm really slow at running too. I would have been I'm shot day yeah. one. 
No, you would have been the, the mom getting in the military vehicle. You need... <laughs> With my dogs. Oh, we're going to go to safety. <laughs> <laughs> I am. There's never any animals in any of the post-apocalyptic shows, so there's my answer there's right one. there. There I is. There is in this one. Yeah, they've seen all those. Um... The ducks and the giraffes. Have you guys Both seen any dogs running around with people? Because I haven't. Well, lately, there will be I'm dogs because sure there are yeah. dogs oh, yeah, in the damn game. There definitely will be dogs. You said it with as though they're going to be rabid. They're bad dogs. Yeah, no, they're scary I, don't... I want Charlie's. Didn't they run into a bunch of bison in the show? Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah they drove by a said, bunch of buffalo. Yeah. Which was kind of confusing to me because I was like, does the cordyceps only choose Ooh. humans now yeah, and not who, animals? Yeah, that is interesting. Well, in the game, you see giraffes. Yeah, in Salt Lake City. Well, we have a zoo. zoo. Well, <laughs> I know that. I'm just saying they do come to our herd. hometown. <laughs> Yeah, well, they, over 20 years, they could have quite a few babies, I'm sure. I don't know how long it takes for them to have a herd of babies. Life will find a way. Dun, 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 dun. And on that note, <laughs> no, there, I, I, if I can't have my dogs running around with me, and uh, I like to cuddle on the couch. Then you're out. Yeah, you're nope, this done. is not yeah. a life for me. I like comfort. Yeah, I'm not yeah, a survivalist. <laughs> I like camping, but I get to go home. I'm not a survivalist. See, here's what I'd like to say. Hell yeah, this would be like, I could make it. But in reality, I'm probably with you guys. I'd be so fucked. I can't even start a fire. <laughs> yeah, they all, all these people in these survival shows, I'm like, where did you get these skills? I know. They I know Muay Thai, and I couldn't take out fucking zombies the way Maggie can, you know, in The Walking Dead. Well, I don't know Muay Thai, but I know a couple moves. And these guys are over here like they've been trained in martial arts since the day they were born. <laughs> in The Walking Dead? I think they're mainly just using... Uh, as the seasons go on, they're... They're... They get better. Yeah, they're like little... If you watch, they're like choreographed. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not for me. No. I would totally be bit by a zombie too, for sure. Just because I'm slow. Do you think I'm this... not a good? F I don't have a good reaction time. I don't think. In all honesty, do you think that something like this could actually happen? Probably. I mean, you never know. Yeah, like there's been some crazy shit going on lately. Like. Stop you it. Never stop, know. stop, stop right there. Don't even, don't plant any seeds in my head, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want all the seeds planted. No. What do you have to say, Riley? What crazy stuff <laughs> is going on in the universe? Too much shit. There was a big earthquake that just, the two big earthquakes that just happened. Yep. Oh, Turkey. yeah, I heard about those. It was really bad. And then, if you've ever seen the movie White Noise, that just came out on Netflix, I think, a couple months ago. So, the plot of that movie is a train derailment that has chemicals on it and there's a huge explosion and it's just about the family like trying to figure out how to get out of town and seeing if they can even do that and that literally just happened in yep. ohio yep, and, seen that. and then that stupid fucking balloon there's another yeah. one oh yeah and you know that weird cloud that i showed you a picture of uh -huh. that was in turkey two weeks ago was it mm-hmm so that cloud, and then something happened. Uh -huh. It's like the Mothman. 
That's weird, man. <laughs> Mothman. We should do an episode on Mothman. That stuff's weird. We almost went to Pleasantville. The Ple- point was Point Pleasant, yes. We the we were going to. The only reason we didn't is we looked it up and it was like Mothman week like weekend. <laughs> like it's so oh. weird. We literally watched the movie while we were in West Virginia and then that shit was going on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even know there was a movie. I've listened to a couple of podcasts what? about it. Yeah. It was a great movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. the movie's pretty cool. Yeah, is with, it like uh, kind Gear, of... what's his name? Uh, Richard Gear. Richard Gear, yeah. <gasps> He yeah, was the first old van that I was like, mm. Mm. <laughs> Well, then you would like this show. Um, is it is it accurate to the stories that people have yeah. claimed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, <gasps> yeah, it's yeah. like a modern oh, take on it. I want to yeah. watch that. Yeah. It's really good. The Christmas shopping story is the one that freaks me out the most, I think. What's that? It's the one on the bridge. Yeah. So oh, they, yeah. that's in the movie. Yeah, cause I think that was that people were Christmas shopping. I think that was kind of the. Well, now hang on a yeah. second. Where did you say that train derailment was in Ohio? Because isn't that where they're seeing the Mothman now? I thought that's where Mothman always was. No, Ohio. West Virginia, West Virginia. started oh. it, but then he disappeared from Point Pleasant. And I think people He's now. He's been seen in Africa. Yeah. He's been seen like all over the world. Well, um, the I, the reason I thought he was always from Ohio um, is because my friend Amanda is from Ohio, and she said that growing up there was Mothman sightings. Yeah, in Ohio. It's, it's yeah. And so I just in my brain I'm like Ohio is where the Mothman is and only ever is. <laughs> I wonder why you're not in Utah. Hmm. Not enough. He's afraid you. of the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> The power of Christ is on our side. Um, Goddamn, the power of Joseph Smith. I, I don't particularly believe in the Mothman prophecies or any of that stuff. I don't and know anything I can about totally. that. No, it's just kind of like a weird butterfly effect. Yeah. Thing. And it would make sense that he wouldn't be out here because, like, the East Coast is so heavily, like, Wooded. wooded and that's so of what course I'm that's where the mo- like would he would go well that's, he would that's also <laughs> where um sasquatch you know sightings mm-hmm. are always found in these deep wooded areas where i don't know if y- like me personally i thought utah had forests we don't have shit no like the that. density of trees back brush. there is incredible yeah um I was going to say something different. So <laughs> um, I was just thinking about how, like, how they say that we don't even know all the, like, creatures in the sea, mm-hmm. you know? I'm sure that it's the same for, like, creatures in those heavily wooded areas. Like, think of, like, little animals that – I'm not saying, like, big-ass moth man necessarily, but, like, I'm sure, <laughs> like, there's little animals we've yet to discover because they can take so much more cover out there. Oh, well, I think the – I don't know about the United States and, like, Appalachia area, mm-hmm. but definitely in, like, the Brazilian. Oh, yeah. And stuff. Even more so. Sure, they're, they're always finding new mm-hmm. species down there. I was watching a documentary on that not too long ago. And think of the animals that could be in, like, the North Pole that we don't even know about. Oh, there's nothing up there that we don't Fuck know. you. Let me dream. <laughs> I mean, if it's up there, it's encased in ice and it's an alien spaceship. <laughs> <Dream>. <laughs> what? 
you. My uh, kids did you, did, have been on this thing where they like making voices, and I like doing monster voices, and I they they're like do another monster voice. Speaking in the North Pole, did you guys see that terrible story about the polar bear in uh, Alaska? No. No. Yeah, dude. Um, small town in Alaska. This mother and her son, who was like five or six, got attacked by a polar bear. And the like local townspeople, because they don't have police up there mm-hmm. because it's so small. It's like a town of a hundred folk. Yeah. They were trying to help them and rescue them. And then the polar bear was attacking the people. And so they like put out this call, like, anyone with a gun, come kill this bear. And it mauled to death this mom and her child. Literally just killed them. Bears are gonna bear. It's what? Bears are gonna bear. Yeah. <laughs> polar bears are <laughs> fucked up. They said he was in poor health. Is the that? Bear? Oh, did you look it up? The bear mm-hmm. was. Is that why he was yeah. out? Hmm. <laughs> that's sad. That whole story's sad. Yeah. The did first you... fatal polar t- polar bear attack in thirty years. And wasn't it up in Alaska, right? Yeah, it was an Alaska. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's where I thought. Did you see that your uncle posted that shark, that frozen shark that washed up on the like beach in Cape Cod? No. Because it was so cold up there that a little shark like froze to death, I guess. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this son was a baby. He wasn't five or six. He was a year old. Sorry. Oh, that's even more sad. Oh, a it was baby. A, a little baby? Yeah, it was a baby. Oh, God. I thought it was like he a He hasn't even done anything wrong in the world yet. <laughs> How did a polar bear get them? What were they doing? Like, well, it, was it just walking down the street? And I they think were they just said it was stormy conditions, so it was kind of like a whiteout a little bit, like very like uh-huh. windy and stuff. And, and what they were on a stroll? What are we doing? I think they were just walking. They were chasing. Yeah, they were walking, and they just stumbled upon him. He chased him and got him. Sad. Oh, I'm gonna go kill myself. Polar bears aren't cute. Man, no wild animals are they're cute on tv i know but they ain't the coca-cola cola coca-cola cola bears i'm sad for the people that's sad how scary to die like that oh that'd be the worst getting (sighs) to death it's like that stupid grizzly man oh that guy was a dumb mother he had that coming i feel bad for the woman he was with have you ever listened to the audio tape yeah i have yeah it's insane He's like, you can like hear him screaming, then his mm-hmm. girlfriend. It's like, oh my God. And she was like trying to beat it with like a frying, frying pan, pan or, or something. something. Which, like, yeah, why wouldn't, like, <laughs> you gonna use that? Like, it's not gonna feel shit. I don't know. I think I would have like away. gotten just as small. I know they say get big, but I think I would have just huddled into the fetal position. Oh, yeah. To be eaten like a steak. Oh, yeah. I I went down a rabbit hole one night about grizzly attacks and just all these horrific stories of people getting killed by grizzly bears. And there are people out there, dumb people that are like, oh, I think I could take a grizzly like you dumb motherfucker. No. When we were in Yellowstone, um, we wanted to go to the Grand Prismatic Spring and because my grandparents slept in so late by the time we got to the grand prismatic spring we had to park like a mile away from the parking lot and the parking lot is a small trek to this this spring like we had to basically hike over there and we didn't want to be walking on the road because the roads in yellowstone are really small and it was a busy area because there were so many people trying to get in and out of the parking lots 
So we were in the wooded area, and we didn't go very far in. Like, we could see the road from where we were at. But, like, my uncle was like, if we see a bear, you run. (laughs) Which I'm like, in hindsight, I'm like, that motherfucker was setting me up to get eaten so he could live. (laughs) And he was like, and I'll stay to be eaten. <laughs> he was basically saying, you run and so you I will live. It, it you, and then I walk off. And uh, But I was so scared that we, because you can see them on the, like they'll walk across the road so you know that they're, they could be anywhere. And it was so nerve wracking. Just like, I was like, oh, I want to get off this trail. I, I don't want to be on this trail. I, I don't want to be on this trail. I freaked out to run into, you know, bears up in the Wasatch. Mm-hmm. And we don't even have grizzlies here, but mm-hmm. we have uh, black bear. Black bears, yeah. And I'm like, oh, on guard all the time. Like I'll hear something when we're hiking. I'm like, it's a bear. Well, and my uncle didn't have his gun on him because, like, the gun laws are weird when you're in on, like, federal land like that. And so he was like, I don't have my gun on me. And I think I may have had mace, but I was like, this mace isn't going to do anything against a bear. You had, like, human mace? Yeah, that I would probably spray in my own eyes. I was like, I need bear mace. I'm so scared. (laughs) Luckily, we were fine. We went to the Grand Prismatic Spring, and it was beautiful. There was no bear sightings, but... When does the cocaine bear show come I out? hope soon. Oh. I really want to see that. I think that's coming up really soon. Based <laughs> yeah. on true events. If it's not out already, but I, I think it should be. I'll give it a goog. And I think it's very, very loosely based on a story of a... February 24th. Oh, yeah. February so 24th? Cool. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I know what we're doing that weekend. <laughs> Bear. <laughs> I totally thought when someone had mentioned that to me, I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, it's going to be like a spoofy, stupid, low budget no. film. And it's like, it they actually put some money into this. Yeah, it's no Zombievers, you know? No. Which, no. Is, a, which is a classic. But it is a classic. We Zom- should show that on Friday. Work appropriate, Lacey. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to start saying things that are ridiculous so you'll play All Dogs Go to Heaven. I'm not playing that either. <laughs> Why? Charlie! I, I've already made up my mind. I'm just playing The Last of Us. <laughs> work appropriate. Yeah, work appropriate, Mark. There's no nudity in this show. Uh, she says fuck as much as I say it. I guess she The nudity all... that's in it. There is, in episode two, there's that body. Oh, that that's the professor true. Professor goes and looks at that's literally the only nudity, which Ew. is shocking for an HBO show. That was super gross too, where the cordyceps were like coming out of her mouth. Uh huh. Oh. Oh no! When she cuts her that bite open, it's so crazy seeing oh, all the fibers yeah. and stuff. That's one thing that they don't do in the game that they're doing in this show. The uh, fungus is interconnected in the show. It wasn't like that in the game, was it? No. They, so they chose the interconnectedness over the spores because they thought it would be just kind of easier. Ah, that's why yeah. we haven't seen any gas masks or anything. Mm. Yep. Mm, that makes sense. The, well, and then uh, one scene kind of was off-putting, and that was how Tess dies in the... Ugh. Ew, when those things are going Ugh. into her mouth. That yeah, thing's like that was really raping weird. her mouth. It was so like... I think what that was about was the thing the fungus could tell that she was already infected and so it just wanted to infect her faster i'm and sure that's, that that's what it was attacked. but i was like <laughs> it was nasty <sighs> it was really gross 
But <laughs> things that scare me a lot are any sort of parasite, yep. funguses, all that stuff. Like anything that takes Fleshy over fungus. your your body. Like, ugh. Just nasty, man. I'm afraid of like everything, so I'm just like what could go wrong? <laughs> oh, pretty much anything. So constantly like, living in fear. You know, one of my it's great. <laughs> my second most like prevalent fear besides like health anxiety stuff is home anxiety stuff. I always mm-hmm. am thinking what pipe is going to burst, what electrical socket is going to get like crossed and cause a fire. What like that goes through my I have mind one all the time. that drives you up the wall and I think I have figured out why I have this anxiety. What? I'm always afraid something's going to happen to the animals. And I think it's because um like I've always been so used to like animals being ripped away from me. <laughs> like growing up I had that um that border collie that I loved oh, so yeah. much. And my mom just, I came home one day and she was like, I found him a new home. And I was like, what? <laughs> and um, I think that that's one of the reasons why I'm constantly like, they're going to die. They're going to go missing. Because I'm just like so afraid of losing this thing that I've bonded with and I love so much. You're you're doing some really deep interpersonal. I'm writing about things yeah i decided i was like you know what i want to piece together my life on paper i think that that will help me like look deep inside of myself and so i started i've started writing things down that's cool Mm -hmm. i'm gonna turn it into a little little story and be a millionaire and this episode is brought to you by better help better help therapy that's therapist, what Lacey my uses i use better help and i like them really? i think they're just I, oh, yeah because i've heard these scary ass stories i think they're uh, i don't know i like my therapist just fine but she's not as the one as, as long as you like them that's all that matters yeah she's not the one that told me i should start writing i was like i'm gonna start doing this i want to like because i felt like if i could see it um on paper just like my whole life that it would piece some things together for me that I'm curious. I don't know. Just yeah, the way I function. Sure. Whatever you have to do. To so help that's what yourself. I've started doing. Hey, I'm six pages deep. <laughs> I, I wish I could write. And I'm, only write on- and I'm just like, this is boring. <laughs> Everything I have to say is really boring. <laughs> Oh, my oh, I even God. started Googling some stuff about how the brain works. Did you know that your brain interprets um, all threats the same? Like no matter if it's verbal, Especially. emotional, physical, like all of those threats, your all, all your brain knows is that you're under attack. And so yep. no matter what the the um, the threat is, all it does is it tells your your amygdala tells your hypothalamus to enact the fight it's flight or line. freeze yeah. and then that starts pumping your body full of all these like special stress hormones and depending on how overwhelming the situation is that is the reason that sometimes you don't have a memory or it's really foggy because it's part <laughs> of your brain's um way of protecting you from the threat is it's going to make it either really hard to remember or like later when you're looking back, you're like, I feel like this thing happened, but there's no memory there. 
And that's why you take beta blockers for anxiety. Did you know that? Not necessarily, but sure. What do you mean, not necessarily? Oh, never mind. Like, just for somebody like me, I can't take anything. But that's just me. Well, so, like, I have a beta blocker for anxiety that I use on a very, like, I don't use it daily. It's just a preventative. And I've only used it a handful of times. But my fight or flight response is activated by the stupidest things ever. Oh, so so is mine. That's why I'm a shut in. (laughs) Have you ever tried a beta blocker? I've tried. I've tried very many things. Did you? Oh, sorry. Uh, The beta blocker doesn't take away any of the fear per se, but it blocks adrenaline from entering your system. So for me, like it takes away the physical symptoms, the shakes, the rapid heartbeat, the flushed face, all that, the increased blood pressure, but it doesn't actually solve it. And that's why beta blockers are very popular with musicians Yeah, for stage fright and things. That's cool. That, you... That's how I first learned about it. I was watching a documentary on uh, people who perform in symphonies and like 80% of them are on uh, beta blockers. I would have to be on one if I was a performer of sorts. I get nervy. Oh, yeah. Like, well, and that's the nerve. I could never perform. <laughs> it's, yeah, stage fright, it's a, stage fright was something that plagued me for a long time. I can't even talk to a group of people. I'm like... <laughs> I think I solved my stage fright through cognitive or what do they call it like cognitive behavioral therapy yeah because work just forced me to do it over and over and over again and now i don't give a shit like i can get in front of anyone and not take anything i'm funny i'm I'm backwards like i used to be able to get up on stage and like i would be i would perform in like theater stuff and all kinds of things and not no more i don't think i could do it it's I don't have that anymore. But did you know there's a fourth response to stress? It's called the fawn response. What, you turn into a baby? No. (laughs) You are so petrified of whatever the outcome is going to be of what you're experiencing. So you just, like, become a people – it's how people become people pleasers over time. It's the fawn response because you are like, okay – um, I'm gonna. I just, I think this person wants this from me, and I'm scared, so I'm gonna give this to them so that they'll go away, and so that this yep. thing that keeps happening will go away. And so, if you're repeatedly having that experience in your life, especially in your early childhood, that's why someone like <clears throat> me has a hard time saying no because I'm like I'm nervous now. <laughs> Because I don't want to hurt someone's feelings, you zip it, Mr. Man. Yep. And, um, anyway. No, I'm the exact same way. That's, yeah, I mean, fears, it, irrational fears that happen to us as humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. You want to know the one thing that has helped me with my anxiety what? over time? What are you is realizing everyone else has anxiety too. It's like, yeah. like the realization that like, Something that makes me nervous and anxious. Because a lot of it, you think, this is just me. Oh, yeah. something's wrong. Something's wrong. But then when you talk to other people and they're like, oh, yeah, that shit fucks me up too. It's like, oh, okay. So I can be a little bit more calm about it because you're going through it as well. And it's just not all me mm-hmm. perceiving the world like this. That you do yeah. the same thing. 
And then there was that interesting documentary we watched about anxiety and the over prescription of benzodiazepines, mm-hmm. which was highly interesting. Yeah. If you haven't watched that, I suggest it. It's on, was it on Netflix? Yeah, it was on Netflix. I can't remember what it was called, but it was really good. Um, that being said, I don't have anything else to say about The Last of Us or any of our anxious fears or anything, but I do want to say that we're going to do another episode here in the near future that Riley's done some research on and maybe you can add your two cents as well and i'm just gonna sit back and let you guys talk and i'll be the the audience member so uh when i was watching um homeward bound the other day the incredible journey that you guys were watching well no we were watching homeward yeah no we didn't watch the incredible journey we watched the 90s I, i had told um you, the the incredible journey was the first one, not yeah. you, Riley, Lacey. And then okay. for some reason, I got talking to Riley about it. And then we got on this like little rabbit hole of how many animals have been killed in productions of movies. So I think that's what we're going to oh, get. Oh, yeah. We took in a bull <laughs> I knew she was going to bring up that <laughs> <laughs> No, but have you seen, have you guys watched the preview to The Incredible Journey? No. It's so... uh, Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. There was probably, I don't even know how many different cats they would have had to use. They had a bear on set, they had a fucking cougar on set fighting the cat. (laughs) Uh, Did you know there, I made this joke to you the other day. But this was apparently not. There not were cats that died in Homeward Bound <laughs> to make that movie. Oh, wow. Um, and not there was animal. Jesse. It said between anywhere between twenty to twenty-seven cats were killed <gasps> during the making of. And but it's there. The claims aren't. They can't be substantiated. But there was. Oh. Oh. There was um <laughs> like this says no animals died. And then the set dresser's like, dude, animals died, man. We yeah. just, we were told to get rid of them and don't tell anybody. Um, oh And I guess God. that there was wow. like, there were animal cruelty charges made against the movie, like when it was coming, because somebody like, knew something. Animal movies anymore. Like there's dog movies every once in a while, but there's not animal movies like there was back in the day at all. Oh, no, not at all. Like I worked on a movie that was, um, 12 dogs a Christmas too as the EMT. So I didn't do anything oh, but yeah, sit around it. and like I ate craft food and watched and gave people band-aids. But it was amazing. <laughs> like I think, I mean, they still use live animals for films, but like Riley was saying, they not very often. And part of it in part is due to the strict regulation when you're filming using animals, there were, when they were doing any, any scene that had an animal, animal, God, I'm tired, animal <laughs> on set. It was basically, there was like two or three, like individuals from other organizations just to make sure that mm-hmm. nothing, like there were strict rules and all this stuff. But like growing up in the nineties and early two thousands, that was all we had were like weird fucking yeah. animal adventure movies. All oh, yeah. the animals Air that died. Bud. To make us happy. Yeah. To make me cry. Airbud, Milo and Otis. 
which I loved when I was little. Like, love. Benji. Did you guys ever watch oh, Benji? Benji? Oh, Benji was great. Him. Wasn't Shiloh? Shiloh was one. I watched a lot of movies that had monkeys Flicka. in them. Like, little monkeys. Like, girls that Black had, like. Beauty. Oh, yes. What was yeah, that movie? There that was had? a couple of them oh, I Dunstan, watched. Dunstan checks in with the orangutan. Oh, I didn't see that one. There was. Oh, so cute. I really liked monkeys as a kid. That's all starting to come out again. I'm like, I, monkey business. I really liked monkeys with Thor Birch. That was a good one. Yeah, we'll have to. That'll be interesting and sad and disturbing, and we'll it definitely will, have to talk sure. about the fucking turtle that they ate in Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, you know what animals Bastards. are really cute that I never realized were really cute? Hmm. Sloths. Oh, Sloths are so cute. I I came across noises. That uh, there's a video on like Instagram of a sloth in a boat going to like a destination and it just says saved this sloth like 70 (laughs) sloth years to get to this destination. And have you seen that video? Uh -uh. Oh, I have to show it to you. The sloth just looks so relaxed. Like I'm looking it up right (laughs) now. Yeah, look it up. Sloth in a boat. Yeah, Instagram sloth in boat. (laughs) It's so like cute. This thing is just like chilling. Is it where he's playing with the water? Uh, let me see. There's all these videos where he's like touching the water while the boat is moving. Yeah, there's those ones, but I'm just going to do... Where's your Instagram at? You here did. we go. Here we go. Here we go. I was going to start telling you how to work an iPhone because we had different <laughs> kinds of phones for so long. And then I remembered you had an iPhone. I hope I sloth S L O T H, right? Yeah. I don't think there's any extra letters in that. Let's see here. Did you like the video? Because it'd be in your likes. Uh, Why didn't you send this video to me? I don't know. Wow, I thought you, we were in love. <laughs> Reels. Why can I not find it? Can I look for it myself since it's going to take you 70 sloth years to find it? Uh, probably is going to take me 70 <laughs> sloth years, but I'm going to find this because these animals. But is it, aren't sloths actually really like, are they herbivores or carnivores or what they're is herbivores. it? Yeah, they're herbivores. They don't they're eat. Herbivores. Fuck, they couldn't even eat. The meat would go bad before so they could finish eating it. They only eat, I think, like once a week because they have very very slow metabolisms <laughs> even their and then metabolism they come down slow. out of their tree once a week to shit and then they climb back up i wish i was a slow. <laughs> marcus you should read that cute little book that danielle got me that sits in our bedroom that's like the sloth philosophy it's totally me too like when i'm reading it it's like you should take a nap as often as you can <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot you have that. Yeah, Danielle got it for me, and it's a it's a really cute book. They make a bunch of them. Like I think I got your sister the llama philosophy because your sister likes llamas. The, um, yeah, you did. Yeah, because I was like, mm, she's not really a sloth kind of gal. Did We're, you find it? What I, are you doing? No, I'm looking for your YouTube <laughs> app because I couldn't. I don't find have it on a YouTube Instagram. app. Oh, so you're just. I don't use YouTube. When I do, I just do use the Google. Can I use okay, my own phone? Fine, I'll find it on my phone. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! 
Hang on, hang on. How cute that sloth is touching the water. He's like, this water's moving fast. Sloth on. I can't believe you don't have a YouTube app. I don't need to use YouTube. What? Yes, you do. Everyone needs to use YouTube. No. I'm not on my phone as often as you are. Okay. Mr. My New Year's resolution is to not be on my phone as much as I normally am. <laughs> Hang on. Here it is. Let's see. I'll turn the volume down real quick. Or I, get, I can't turn the volume down because I'm on the phone with Riley Curtly. Amigo. Look. Sorry. Amigo de la cara. Look at him, he's just chilling. They're like little people. Look at his face. Let's get one. We should get one. We could put it in like a cat tree in the house. I love how he just looks over at the guy with the camera like, Hi, thanks for picking me up. I appreciate this. That was adorable. Oh, that being said, I think that's all I got. You all have a great Day, night, weekend, wherever you're at. And don't get caught with some cordyceps infecting your brain. We'll see y'all later.